welcome to the Father Bruce Podcast. And in this episode, we will review the Raw after WrestleMania. Now, how do you tell your how do you tell me that you're a Raw after a pay-per-view without telling me that you're a Raw after a pay-per-view? Have an unnecessary rematch or title defense on that same episode. And we clearly got that with Bobby Lashley defending his title against uh, Matt Riddle for the WWE Championship. Now, I, I honestly can't be mad at this title defense. It did start off with um, with quite an entertaining uh, setup with uh, Matt Riddle clearly not understanding the instructions and demand, and asking for a chance to compete for the WWE Championship. This, of course, was um, cleared by Bobby Lashley that that's not that's not the stimulation or not, that's not the case where he will provide this um, chance. But we got it anyway, and Bobby Lashley even mentioned the fact that Matt Riddle just basically lost the United States Championship the following night. This was a well entertaining match. In fact. Personally, it was those type of match where, who knows, maybe the WWE would would provide the shocker and have Matt Riddle accident um, winning this championship via a quick pinfall. But instead, we see Bobby Lashley winning this match instead of uh, Matt Riddle, which is a good thing. It is great that they are providing more chances for Bobby Lashley to defend his WWE Championship. And we're really seeing that he is a great holder for the WWE Championship. And MVP truly is a great complement to the title reign of uh, Bobby Lashley. Another unnecessary title defense would be, and rematch would be Asuka versus uh, Rhea Ripley for the Raw Women's Championship. This came off the bats of a returning Charlotte Flair, which um, isn't necessarily one of those superstars uh, we are very excited to see at the moment. We've kind of mentally accepted that we won't be able to see her for a couple of months, and what? Well, but she's back now. Um, not necessarily. Again, not necessarily a pop that would want us to have her back but she's here and she really claimed that she deserves to be in that championship and really claimed her legacy uh, for as a divas uh, champion a former women's champion of the wwe now other matches in this card would be we, we see the return of uh, the viking raiders going up against Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander. I like the fact that Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander are still a tag team. And they're going up against this returning Viking Raiders. Uh, And then I hope that um, there there are more chances given to Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin too. Who knows, maybe it's about time they are drafted to SmackDown, where they have relatively a better 
tag team division perhaps um, have street profits uh, over on raw in exchange given that um, street profits had a fair share of their success in the past and cedric alexander and uh, shelton benjamin have yet to really prove themselves just as the two of them separate from the hurt business and they're very talented and i hope they're given more chances to prove themselves in this uh, on future matches it is also of course nice to see the viking raiders return and for vince to to utilize these um, talents and in the viking raiders and who knows if they're going to be future contenders for the raw tag team champions in AJ Styles and Omos. Going back to the Raw Women's Championship, I personally did not expect that this match would take place given that there has been some reports of Asuka taking some time off to heal from some injuries that was delivered by Shayna Baszler a couple months back. But um, we got this match and what happened was that uh, Charlotte Flair ended up interfering in this match and I personally didn't expect Charlotte Flair to interfere in this match given that WWE has been avoiding this interference matches that involved interference over the past few weeks they have been minimizing those um, type of uh, outcomes and I thought that uh, we would see a lot more clean another clean win by Rhea Ripley in order for her to solidify her win at WrestleMania. However, um, I guess it wasn't all that bad and we will hopefully see a Rhea Ripley versus um, Charlotte Flair rematch at uh, WrestleMania Backlash. Another anticipated segment in this episode of Raw after WrestleMania, we see Alexa Bliss explaining her actions at WrestleMania and why she betrayed um, Bray Wyatt or at least seem as though she betrayed Bray Wyatt and she explained her in a way in a creepy self voice that she explains that she doesn't need any more help and that she can do this thing alone which um, fairly enough doesn't make that much sense given that for the past few months she has been show been showing off that she's been trying to relive or revive uh, Bray Wyatt and The Fiend so that doesn't necessarily make that much sense we just have to wait and see what they have in store for Alexa Bliss in the future Clearly, she's still playing this uh, evil character beyond the connection to Bray Wyatt. And who knows what uh, she wants if she wants to face the women's, if she wants to be a part of the women's division again and compete in the women's division, then maybe it works. But honestly, on on this day, this modern day WWE, I don't really see much sense of a horror type of character to want to become a women's champion or a well or a women's tag team champion at an 
on that case. But let's just wait and see. Maybe Nikki Cross would come back. I would love to see Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss uh, work something out. Given that Nikki Cross has also had a history of being this horror character. And this would uh, work out well. Now the following segment, we see the return of, of Maurice, who is also the wife of The Miz in this episode of Miz TV, which was a refreshing, outco- a refreshing segment of this uh, show. At, and in this um, episode of The Miz TV, there wasn't that much clear wasn't all that predictable who knows if like the Miz and John Morrison was about to turn face or perhaps uh, the Miz and John Morrison would get in a would uh, enter into a feud which uh, added uh, this special type of um, Miz TV episode they of course um, focused on Bad Bunny and their match at Wrestlemania and that's why there was this um, speculations that perhaps uh, The Miz wanted to get into a feud with John Morrison because uh, John Morrison was mostly the one taking the bumps given by Bad Bunny. Now, instead, we see an interference by Damien Priest who proposed and started a handicap match against John Morrison and The Miz. Uh, fans would say that this isn't necessarily such a great match for Damien Priest to lose in, but I just like the fact that this was a very entertaining match, and I don't think this loss would necessarily affect uh, the record of Damien Priest. I mean, the handicap matches aren't necessarily all that won't really affect your record in the long run. So I'm, I like this match. It was a fast and a good break from the rest of the episode of Raw. And thankfully, it just remained in this uh, segment and did not encompass and go beyond other segments of, of this episode of Raw. In the middle of this episode of Raw, we are given an announcement that there would be a triple threat match involving Randy Orton, versus Braun Strowman versus Drew McIntyre and whoever would win that match would go on and face Bobby Lashley for the WWE Championship at WrestleMania Backlash. Now I like this idea that that Bobby Lashley could possibly face a different superstar on the following pay-per-view which is WrestleMania Backlash. Further on the card we see Nia Jax versus Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler, the, the women's tag team champions, face Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose. Wherein, in this segment, we see both Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler make fun of Dana Brooke, or was it Mandy Rose, who kept slipping on, who slipped on WrestleMania during their entrances. So this is yet again one of those moments where the WWE tries to amplify a, a mistake, a botch in a match or in an entrance, which is 
which was used uh, with Titus O'Neil when he slipped and fell on his way to enter the Greatest Royal Rumble back in uh, 2018. And they tried to play this off with Nia Jax as well and tried to play that um, Nia Jax was trying to be, trying to be this clumsy superstar slipping off the ropes and all those things. Well, Nia Jax has been quite the accident or reckless wrestler as of late and has caused um, injuries to notable superstars such as uh, Kyrie Sane last year. So it isn't truly false that Nia Jax is this completely safe type of superstar. However, I just wish that um, they wouldn't necessarily use this segment too much and hopefully give more respect to the women's tag team champions and the women's tag team division. In this episode of Raw, we yet again see a new episode of the Firefly Funhouse hosted by, of course, Bray Wyatt, the human version of Bray Wyatt. And this is the first episode of the Firefly Funhouse in well over three months. This was a simple and short episode of Firefly Funhouse and him announcing that there's this new season of the Firefly Funhouse. And we, we yet again see old characters, old puppets of Bray Wyatt in this episode of the Firefly Funhouse. And we see Bray say that um, he's tired of um, those who are not loyal to him and is happy to have these his friends or his puppets on the show with him. It was short and and it was what it needed to be. Hopefully Bray Wyatt gets tired of Randy Orton and actually faces someone that meets that meets his match. The main event of Raw we see as already discussed we see Randy Orton versus Braun Strowman versus Drew McIntyre, who ever one that wins that match would face Bobby Lashley for the WWE Championship at WrestleMania Backlash. Now this was a pretty decent triple threat match. It was what it needed to be and it was a clean finish. It didn't make much sense to me that Randy Orton could deliver the RKO in a way that wasn't a surprised RKO where he tries to stump his um, his fist on the ground and deliver the RKO that rarely ever happens wherein he delivers that without being countered I guess that somewhat uh, it somewhat derails the ability of Braun Strowman but again it's a triple threat match and it did ended well with uh, Drew McIntyre delivering the Claymore kick while Randy Orton was pinning Braun Strowman after delivering the RKO. I really did expect that there would be a return in this match and it would be a fatal four-way match, but that's not something that we're given. At the end of the match, we see Bobby Lashley appear in the ramp 
and he seemingly introduced former members of the Retribution in T-Bar and Mace. Now, this isn't necessarily one of those type of returns that we expected or wanted in this episode of Raw post-WrestleMania because it's pretty obvious that these superstars would are joining Retribution. There's, I mean, or rather, the Hurt Business, given that they're no longer affiliated with a group of in, the ret, in Retribution. I think that overall this episode of Raw was one of those that are quite easier to watch. There aren't that much segments that felt as though it was trying to encompass and trying to lengthen the episode of Raw. So this felt a lot more like a SmackDown type of booking in a, in a way. But again, there, there wasn't much returns or introductions of a new era type of post-WrestleMania type of Raw. So it was overall underwhelming but it did keep you to this in your seats with the hopes that the likes of Samoa Joe, Alistair Black or whoever else that has not been seen on TV as of late could return and with Retribution or the former members of Retribution joining the Hurt Business I don't think we need much explanation on that I don't think we need to wait one whole week to have that spell in the wall and, but MVP does show himself to be this mafia boss leader who would soon post record towards the raw roster and the raw, raw locker room and I'm excited to see that as long as it's booked well I don't necessarily feel so comfortable with a new type of group like the Nexus, but but MVP seems to be the type of leader who could balance that out. And seeing how each segment on Raw right now have uh, their respective outcomes and respective segments, then it should be it should be well. Now, this is the end of this episode, and I do hope to see you in the next one.